This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Again, know that food is done. Anytime you see that my brother starts singing, know that mama's food is ready. So get yourself ready, food is ready. That means you pass, he perceives it from a distance. God's smell is sweet savour, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not do what? Again do what? Curse the ground. Anymore, for man's sake. For the imaginations of man's heart is evil from his youth, neither will I again smite anymore everything, every, everything living as I have done. Of course, you know by here, we are seeing the conclusion of the, the flawed experience of mankind. Noah came out of that ark and did something. He took one of those beautiful animals that God preserved by himself. Somebody say by himself. And then offered it to him as a sign of appreciation. The world that was submerged is different from the world that they came into after the flood. It's a new ground. Any place that you step into in life, for those of you relocating from Nigeria to another nation, is a virgin land. A fallow ground. What is a fallow ground? It's a ground that is still, but there is no seed on it. Hmm? The ground is ready. It's already, the grasses are called, the grounds are ready, but the ground is useless without a seed. Without a seed, you can't know whether it's fertile or not. Somebody say amen. amen. Breaking the fallow ground. A lot of us are going through fallow experience in our life, in our business, in our home, in our relationship. It's stagnant. It's just there. Beautiful, uninhabited. Knowledgeable, no certificate to show for it. Oh, it's brilliant, but there is no proof that you are brilliant by record. Fertile, no result to prove that you're fertile. It's just a word in the air. So you are lying fallow. But tonight, by the grace of God, by the time we are done in the next few minutes, can be able to know how you can break your fallow ground, your ground that is lying on, untilled. The earth, the ground is useless without the seed on it. So, Noah was so wise that when he and his family emerged in a brand new world after the flood, they took from what they have. Somebody say from what they have. I didn't hear his faith from what they have. They took from what they have. God can never demand from you beyond what you have. I want you to know that. Meaning that God doesn't support stealing. God does not support manipulation because you want to please him. Don't go and steal money because you want to give to church. The church is building, you go and steal. Don't bring it here. He's rich enough. 
He knows there's something you have. What you have is enough for him to use to achieve what he wants to achieve. Remember the story of the 5,000 people, men only that were to be fed, and it was how many loaves of bread and how many fishes? That was good enough for God to still do what he wants to do. Somebody say amen. amen. Your ground after today shall no longer lie fallow. Amen. You didn't hear me. I say it will not lie fallow. Amen. Shout a better amen. amen. He took part of the animal and sacrificed unto his God to break the new earth that he has found himself. Because it is God. The Bible said, the race are not for the swift, battles are not for the strong. Efforts are good. We make effort. But it takes God. I don't know who I am talking to tonight. Do you know how many people are making effort in this Lagos? Do you know how many musicians that are singing well, but nobody knows them? Am I talking to someone? Do you know people who are waking up early in the morning? 4 a.m., they are already on the street of Lagos, laboring. There's nothing to show for it. That's why I love St. Paul. He was truthful. He said, I am what I am. By what? By the grace of God. Breaking your fallow ground. There are principles that your condition cannot change. God has written it in his word, and that's the way it is. The principle of being born, anything that, that eat must grow. It's a principle. And if anything is eating is not growing, it's abnormal. Then there's a problem. And so as you grow, you go older. And I keep emphasizing that because we must stop deceiving ourselves to say, I am getting younger. You're not getting younger. You are following the principle that is laid down. Please take your five years old picture and look at it again. And know how younger you are growing. If you want to make it very clear, look 10 years old. 10 years is too much. Ten years is like looking at my daughter, uh, Victory, say, go and bring the picture when you were born. She cannot even believe it. It's herself. Amen, someone. That's the reality. Noah understand this principle, and he decided to pick one of the lamb. It's, it's with him there. Doesn't need to go to market. Go ask Moses, what is in your hand? What is in your hand? Is it good enough for me to do what I want to do in your life? What is in your hand? It's just a stick. That's good enough. I will prove to you that I'm God. Noah took from those animals that entered the sheep and sacrificed. It was a good one. He took time to prepare that pepper soup. It was good. Why? Because he wanted to break the ground. He wanted God to be pleased with him and his anything that is living, including the animals. Because we have known with experience, especially those that are medical science, we have seen fertile male and female who are not bringing forth. Even science knows about that. You can't explain it. That's where God comes in, the God's factor. Somebody say God's factor. That's where it comes in. St. John Gospel said, No man received anything except given to him from above. I told you people, even robbers pray before they go on operation. 
to prove to you that the supernatural is needed in everything, whether positive or negative. As far as you're on this earth, it's a principle. Verse 22, quickly. God submitted. Why the earth remained? As long as you are on this surface, as long as you are breathing, you are on this earth. Whether you are in Nigeria, I told you it was when I got to U.S. I found out that it was the same soil, the same sand in Nigeria that is there. It's the same earth. The difference is that some have chosen to to put seed on their own. The same oil we have, Saudi Arabia has it. The same oil we have that Kuwait has. And the Dubai of all countries we go to. They are very small. But they decided to know how to put seed on their ground so that it doesn't remain fallow. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's why God said, it's in Paul, we're writing in church in Corinth. He said, if you sow sparingly, sparingly, if you sow sparingly, so it's a choice. Sowing, the value of what you sow is a choice. Everything we do as preachers is to inform you the mind of God through his word. To get it activated is your choice. You know you are here today because you choose to be here? Did anybody compel you? You choose to be here. Those who are not here choose not to be here. Under any guise. As long as the earth remained. As long as you are dwelling on this earth. It is the same principle that operates in the west that operates in the north. And that's the fact that when the rain comes down, the farmer goes to sow. There is nowhere earth you can go to. They said is the ground is very dry. Then the farmer is going out to go and sow. Not this earth. That God maketh the heavens and the earth. No, not this earth. So let these things be clear. We're going to somewhere. God said, not me. God said, and as the earth remained, seed time. Somebody say seed time. seed time. So you see, in life, everything has its own time. Are you understand what I'm saying? Everything has its own time. My God. Everything has his own time as far as this earth is concerned. Those of you that are mothers or fathers, your children can only be with you just for a while. Whether you like it or not, they are growing, they must grow. Whether you do what, you like it or not. So you have all the time. Some is 16 years they will be with you. Some 15, some 18 maximum. They're already adults. So whatever you must sow into their life, that's why the scripture said, do what? Train up. But today we don't have family, uh, parents who are training up children. We rather have children who are training their parents. Huh? Yeah, that's why you can wake up, you say you are going to church, your son says, I don't feel like going. It's okay, Junior. You don't feel like you say yes. It's okay. See you when I come. Who is training who? Who is training who? It's turning back to you. One day you come back, it will lock you out in your own house. That same junior. Say, junior, I'll put it down. Say, no. Stay outside. That's what I feel like. Is that what you feel like? Oh, I'm your father. I didn't know that. 
You are his father by mouth, but he's in charge. Somebody say seat time. I can't exhaust this message. Seat time. Time. I love that word. Very dynamic. Time to sow. If you don't give me 1,000, when you give me 1,000, there's a time you will bring it. It will become an insult to me. Hmm? Am I talking to somebody? Yes, sir. <laughs> Is there any of you here that can give me a check of 1,000 naira? Just comes and knock at the door and say, Pastor, I have a seat for you. And that AC is blowing you. You have the audacity. <laughs> Bosu ushered you in. You look at me, finish. You write 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? There was a time. I've told you people here. This one has more dressing up. You need to see me that day. To go and cash one. The cashier, the lady, look at me. Look at me from head to toe. Hi! If, he said if he has known that's what I'm queuing for, he would have called Mrs. and gave me the money. I said, I need it. Somebody said, that was then, but not now. Say that again. Say, that was then, but not now. Say that again. That was then, but not now. You know, so there are people you call your boy. That was, somebody said that was then. But there is a time you must change that confession. You must change that. That was then. So everything about life has its time. Has its time. So you need to sow what you must sow in the morning in the morning. Afternoon has its own seed. Evening has its own seed. It's a principle that God, there's no way we can, we can change the scripture. You know, ever since I, I read in the scripture how Jesus weakness, offering time or seed time, whatever you may call it, and he put his eye on the offering and the poor widow dropped what they call the widow's mite, which some people have claimed they are widow, even when their husband is alive. Say, so this is my widow's mite. And Jesus said she gave all. You know, in my heart, dear son, I said, hi. Jesus will have been so merciful to this poor widow and give her her own offering because she doesn't have. But I didn't read that in the scripture. Somebody say principle. The principle of life is, you know, poverty does not, you know, I told you, hunger don't know orphan. Huh? I'm a widow. Say hunger is catching every person. Because you are with the husband is not there. Hunger will not catch you. Oh, I have no father. I have no mother. Hunger will not. No. Hunger does not know a widow or orphan. What did I say? Hunger does not know who? A widow or orphan. The only way you can prevent hunger is by doing what you must do. You must sow when others are sowing. You must till your ground. Your ground must not remain fallow. Your life must not be dry. Your ground must be watered. Your life must daily be watered. For those of you driving cars, you know the importance of the oil. The oil is a lubricant that lubricates the engine so it can function and work well. Any car that lacks oil and the engine, the oil is drying up, will crack. And then it breaks into pieces. 
That's how our life is. Every man on this earth. Your life must daily be oiled. Your ground must receive water. Even nations that are in dryness, they look for a way to create a dam. And that's a principle. That's why we have reservoirs. That's why we, we retain waters when the rain falls. Paradventure, you cannot lay hands. There is nothing. I don't know that kind of food you are going to cook on this earth without water. I don't know. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, the nations where they, where they have no water, somehow, somehow water is provided. It's a principle. It's a principle. I am poor. I'm from poor. No. You must break. It was Pastor um, Water that told us here, the one that lives in London, that he gave his way. Thank you. He gave his way out of poverty. He gave his way out of poverty. He gave his way out of poverty. He didn't cry out of poverty. He didn't pray out of poverty. He gave himself. He gave his way out of it. This is the world we are looking at here. And we are dwelling on seed time. And so it is disastrous when people are sowing. You know, the earth, I love the way Jesus and God communicate to man. They use things that are close to you and I that you don't need to go to Cambridge to understand it. Very simple. Farming, agriculture. Don't be sitting when others are sowing. Don't be sitting when others are watering their, their ground. They are watering their earth. They are watering their life. You sent your son to UK to go and school. I can imagine, I know nothing less than 10,000 pounds in a year. That I know. One of the smallest schools over there. That's about how much? Five million. Then he times it by how many years? Times it the food. Times it other things. When you add it together, it could be getting up to like 50 million by the time the person graduates, or 40 million. What was he doing and his wife? Sacrifice. They are doing what? They are seeding in the life of that young man. They are seeding in the life in the life of that young man. Because it, have, it is what you put in. Oh my God. I, it, is, it, is, it is a sin for you not to have invested in the life of any person. Let me not say your children. And yet, when it's harvest time, you want to harvest from that person. It's a sin. It's unacceptable. Some people, some people are, they are really bored. <laughs> you didn't invest in my life. And then my life is producing. You want to harvest. I'm not Jesus Christ. So. It's only Jesus that says, call me in time of trouble. <laughs> Have you ever asked me, say, call me? I never prayed that prayer. I didn't say it anywhere. Nobody's quote me. You know, I was listening to radio constantly. They said, a problem shared. No, he said, it still remain your problem. <laughs> That's what the commander said. He said, share your problem. Share your life. Listen, for a problem shared, it still remains your problem. That's what the comedian said. So, why people? You know, I was sharing with the chairman while we are looking over the land. Maybe on Sunday after service, before we share grace, I'm going to lead all of you out. Because all of you, all you know is to see this wall here. Some of you have not crossed it. You will cross it on Sunday. 
We're going to enter there. So you go and see what God is doing. You know, just like the people nest, the, the wall is separating them. They can just be seeing human beings. They don't know the depth of what has taken place. So you can see how far God has helped himself through you and I. After service, we'll walk down there. So when people are sowing, like I'm telling him, you know, we have eyes to see and we have ears to hear. There are some of us, we hear a lot, we keep quiet for a time and for a reason. Jesus kept quiet like he had on Sunday. He said nothing for a reason. So a man who is supposed to speak, who is not speaking, is not foolish. It's for a reason. That is the time he will speak. You know, I always tell you here, shine your shine. I was shouting it this Sunday. I thank God for you. You are raining now. I am rejoicing with you. There's no problem. When my own time come, <laughs> rejoice with me also. It doesn't even matter whether you rejoice with me. I will enjoy myself full time. Doesn't even matter. You know, so as we are going through this process, we are going through some people, they put their eyes this way. Friends, including myself, pastors, friends, all the people I know, some have pretended that they don't know what you are going through. That's how life is. Uh, it's difficult to find farming time. Somebody will volunteer himself. I am following you to farm. To, no. No, people, people love to stand. Oh, you know, where I stayed in London the other time, I saw, apple, I saw the tree of apple. This is not apple we buy here. You will see the apple. I was harvesting myself. Very, very, very easy. You just throw it down and stretch your hand and plug it and wash it and eat. Very easy. Very wonderful. Very sweet. The harvesting time is easier than the seeding time. It's like this work going on. If they tell you how many million has gone down, you don't know except those who are there that can tell. That's how it is until you begin to show up. That's when neighbors are asking, oh, what is going on there? What is going on there? You don't see when the gate, they are opening the gates and trailer are coming in every time. You don't see, what is going on there? That's the way people, some people live their life. When others are seeding, they are doing something else. When it's harvest time, what is going on there? Nobody remember your pains and your suffering. Like the Nigerian will say, when you finally blow now, they'll say, who know what you go do? Who know where you go? Who know where? Nobody know now. That is called the harvesting time. Seed time and harvest time. Two principles that can never be changed. Meaning, if you are not sowing something, you are sowing another thing. Everybody is sowing something. There's nobody that is not sowing something. Sitting down idly, no, you say seed. Am I talking to someone? Just sitting down, cross your leg. I mean, looking TV, you are sowing a seed. Seed of, of what? Seed of idleness. And God said very soon, poverty. They are, they are human beings now. They are alive. They are spirits. They are looking for uh, light. They are light that is calling them. Light colored to light, deep to deep. They are looking. Poverty are looking for idle people to rest on. To embrace and to embrace. It's a principle. So when we call people, when we tell people to go follow the principle of Jehovah, it cannot be changed. There's nothing any person can do about it. So when you are supposed to wake up to do something, you are not doing it. Wash the clothes of your senior. Be in the office on time. Do all you ought to do. 
Sometimes you think you are doing for someone. You don't know you are sowing a seed for yourself. The spirits are walking, are watching. The earthly man are also watching and observing. Very soon you are going to reap. You know there are people who are still in the church. Thieves in the church. You don't know. You take and you go. You don't know you are sowing a seed to yourself. You don't know. A day will come, God will open your eyes. Say, this is, this is the accumulation. You know, when we get to heaven, some people will have crowns on their heads. Stars. Revelation point the names of those stars. Some people's head will be, they will not even have crown. Some people's head will not have, their head will be bald head. No single hair, bald. Bald hair. There will be, there will, there will be, there will be more, there will be a kind of, Oshodikorodu kind of head. You know, it will bend like this. Their head will be bigger than some people are like that. Why some will have stars, a lot of crown on their head, shining. You know how the street of Lagos look like on Christmas Day? You see some home, you see some place, you see, you see beautiful colors there. And you love it. Not be for free. It's money. They worked for it. They prepared for it. And that's the result. You never chop. You never chop. Talk less of three you want to put. So that's how it's going to be. Some will not have crown on their head. Some will have, they will have stars on their head. And then some will say, Angel, I am here. Usher me to my house. Say, good. Usher you to my house. Very good. They'll call Angel Gabriel. Bring this record. They'll open it. First Sunday of March. Thanksgiving time. One naira, two naira joined together. Minus zero. But we can't call it one naira, we can't call it two naira. Zero. Recorded against it. Give me 10%. Let me use that and be building your mansion for you. Say, no, that 10% is too much. It's not enough for me. You eat everything together. Some people will live on the corridor. You'll just be hearing the sound. Have you been to an event where the thing is happening and you want to, you want to get bounce out and say, no, stay there. All the seed you have been sowing, that's where I married you. That's how, like, you see, we are practicing this on this earth. You enter so event. I'm sure some of you went to AY Live Sunday, Easter one. We are driving home, myself and my son, we are reading there. I said, uh, popular side, how much was that? Uh, 7,000. VIP, 30,000. Table for 10, 1.5. Premium, three million. Do you know that there are some people that will have that popular ticket, seven thousand, as they enter the venue like this? They will even be the first to reach the place. <laughs> seven thousand tickets. That's why you are the first to land there. I know them. That's the way they happen. They operate. They are looking everywhere. If you don't hold them, they are running to that table that is for three million. Go and sit down there. I have tickets. Why are you here? This is my ticket. Oh, sorry. I'll say sorry, sir. It's called premium ticket. Premium. Premium. For premium people. For premium. That's what you paid for. They will show you where it is. They will show you where it is. You go and sit there. Where you'll be stronger. God help you that the person in your front is not taller than you. You will compulsively stand forever till the program ends because you want to see. That's where 7,000 put you. That's what you have been sowing. That's what it generated for you. That's how it is. So you see that some people, 
house is still on that foundation when trumpet blow. So you will stay there forever. There. Because that's what you have chosen to sow. That's what you have. Eh? Cold and heat. Cold and heat. There is nothing you can... Prayer does not stop this. If you go abroad, then you understand what we talk about. What we call cold. They call it what? Winter. And they call it what? Summer. Their own dry time. Then in Africa, I think this is where this verse works very well. This cold and heat. He's talking about Africa. Cold and heat. Now here. That's why we have AC all around us. I'm still sweating. When you enter abroad... You can stay for one month. You won't take your bath. Why will you bath now? Why are you, what are you bathing for? No single sweat is going to come out of your body. You are, you are cold. It's holding you. But here we wear one shirt. You have to wash it the next day. Because our heat has decorated all your neck, everything. Heat. Heat. And what? Cold. Then summer, winter. Yeah. Africa. They talk about Africa first. <laughs> I then went to the west, where you have winter and summer. Have you seen Tokumbo cars? Ten years old, arrived in Nigeria. They tell you this car is ten years old. You are even smelling it. Then Nigeria, brand new car you buy here. After six months, the bumper is like this. <laughs> the bumper is like this. Even if you didn't hit it, the sun alone that hits it, you will know you are in Africa. Day and night. Oh my God. These are principle of life. Day and night. No matter how you try to hold the morning. What, what is the time now? To eight. Nobody can change it. Quickly because of time. Let me just round up here. I can't exhaust this. Second King chapter number four. Quickly. So let's look at 4 and chapter 5 together. 2 Kings chapter number 4. Let's go to verse 8. It's talking about the woman of Shunem. Very familiar scripture. Second Kings chapter number 4. Verse what? 11. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned unto the chamber and lay there. Go ahead. Go on. From 11, you jump to 13, right? And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. Go ahead, 13. Somebody should go and lay hand on whoever is there. That your glass is not allowing you to see. Remove it. And he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast careful, thou hast been careful for us with all this care that is done for us. What has she been doing? She has been sowing into the life of the man of God, following the principle of life. Sit time. 
Wouldn't that be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And he answered, I dwell among my what? My own people. Wait for verse 14. And he said, what then is to be done for her? Based on her seed, what she has been sowing. When you sow evil, you will reap evil. When you sow good, it will provoke goodness and mercy. Somebody say, I hear you. I hear you. And he said, what then is to be done for her? Anytime you do something against, for somebody, or against, it must provoke a response or reactions. As people, some people hold meeting to lift some people up. Some people hold meeting to bring some people down. What is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she had no child, and her husband is old. Let's do it there. She's a woman, but not fertile. So her ground was what? Barren. Her ground has no seed. Yet from verse 8, she was described as a great woman. The scripture was silent over the husband, so you now notice. That in the principle of life, there's nowhere it's written that the man, the man was, husband and wife are together, that the man must be the richer than the woman. Hmm? By the scripture. I didn't read it anywhere. I didn't read it anywhere by scripture. The woman, the husband here was silent. The, her name, his name was not even mentioned. It was just in one occasion that the woman consulted the husband and said, let us. I love her. You use the word us, us throughout. She was the one that was described as great. The husband's name was not mentioned. What do we do for her? It says she has no child. So her ground, she had a ground, but there is no seed on the ground to activate her ground. Her ground was barren. Her ground lay fallow. Good looking woman. The seed that, that's supposed to activate her ground, the husband, is old. When the Bible uses some words, underline it. It's old. And because it's old, there's no child. It's not old. And the man is already grown old and there's no child. Wow. Now we can now see what provoked how the woman activated her ground. How she broke her fallow ground. Unknown to her. She broke have followed ground by discovering the holy man of God. You know, not all men of God are holy. Not all who parade themselves as preachers are called by God. Especially in the time that we have found ourselves. Especially in the time they are dealing with people. Preachers are cutting the heads of miracle seekers. A lot have said they are not even going to Pentecostal churches again. They have gone back to Catholic and Anglican. Because of what prophecy had done to them. So if you found yourself in a place where the word of God is being taught, stay and hear the word. An American man came here and said, put your butt down. And hear the word so that you might be safe. There is trouble out there. Verse 15, quickly. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And first, we all know the end of the matter. By this time, by the seed you have dropped on this ground, on this ground, the earth have received your seed. This is the result of it. 
This is the result of it. A son. So her fallow ground was broken. But the seed, it dropped. In chapter 5 of that same second Kings, it talks about Naaman having leprosy. If you read from verse 1 downward, when his king get to know about it, because he's the general, so this is a very bad condition for you. There is an answer in Israel. I am sending you to the king of Israel. The Bible said before he moved, let's, let's see it. Before he moved, I want to capture that verse. What that verse uh, 8 or thereabout? Still in 2 Kings chapter number 5. Verse 5. Yes, 2 Kings 5 5. 5 5, quickly. 5 5. Let's round up. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go. I will send a letter, you know, presidential communication. I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And what happened? Read the scripture. And he said what? And he did what? He departed and what? And took with him what? Ten talents of silver. And what again? Six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. What is he meant for? To break the ground. To break the fallow ground. He wasn't going to the king of Israel for healing or for answers to prayer empty-handed. The Bible says you don't go to a king what? Empty. That's the principle of life. And who is a king? Anyone who sits in a position of authority. Anyone, anyone who sits in a position. That's why our people, if I want to go and invite shepherds, say, come for my wedding. I bring a bottle of wine or two. I said, I'm inviting you because you know he's in a position to make a difference in your way. You don't come to invite him empty. Today, instead of people to bring to the pastor, people are taking from the pastor. That is why a lot of things are not happening in the life of today's believers. But we can see principle. The woman of Shunem did not go to Elijah and heard her feet. Like we are doing. I finished preaching. Some of them will meet me on the road. They take my handkerchief. Say fast. Can I have your handkerchief? Handkerchief. Take. <laughs> you see today's Pentecostals? Can you see today's Pentecostals? Almost, thank God, Mama bought enough when he went to U.S. Even also, my handkerchief has finished. <laughs> Where they are seeking for her. You say the sweat. You say, I sweated. This AC. This light that made me sweat. We are buying diesel for it. And after sweating, you just carry it like that. Take it off. Take, go and wash it and keep it. I'm sure some of them are piling it. Nothing has happened. Nothing will happen. Because it's against the principle. What am I saying? It's against the principle of the scripture. I will never, even when I get to heaven, I will never forget. My first trip to London, a daughter here just had it. I didn't ask for it. I didn't have, it's not even among those that are close to me. He just had, I was, I, I'm going to London. And he bought me a business class ticket. That's the first time. I was the first to enter that plane. And I didn't want that plane to land in a hurry because the enjoyment too much there. Hmm? If that one said, I, he doesn't want to ask for my handkerchief, I will use it and be cleaning her face myself. <laughs> so that let the thing enter into her. Because he has not even received and he's already acting. Huh? Block me out of there. Say, man of God. Papa. Different name they call me. My P. Papa. Papam. Some people now say Papam. 
You see, St. Paul said, I request not this from you because I lack of what to eat. But for what? Your own. That's what first, uh, Philippians 4, 18 talks about. So that it shall be recorded for you. These are principles. We have read it in the scripture. Forget about what bad people are doing on earth. These are principles of scripture. Pastor E. Adeboye, on his, on his birthday, they don't count the cars that come. Does he need it? He doesn't need it, but it's a principle. He don't say that oh, he doesn't need it. He has enough. Do what the word of God said. Jesus did not return the woman offering because she's poor. It's a principle of scripture. Give, it shall be given to you. When it's a good measure, it will be pressed down. And then it will run over. Men will come and look at you. Just look at, look at, this is a man, this is a, a general. He understands the principle. 10,000 talent of silver. I like this one. No, 10 talent of silver. 6,000 pieces of gold. 6,000 gold. I don't know where they used to carry it. <laughs> what? Who can, who can bring such thing before you? I will not answer, have an answer. The gift of a man. The gift of a man. The gift of a man. <laughs> I told the story about my friend Dudi Godwin about how he told the security man that I am tired. I don't want to see any person. I'm going to, I want to sleep. He said, yes, sir. After he made that statement and left, suddenly a car came and hung in his car. When the, the security man opened it, he saw the car. All nylon on it, no number. He said they want to see your car. He rode them in. He took his own decision and rode them in. And was knocking at that or that's door. Organa came on. He saw that some people say, He said, I told you I don't want to see any person. He said, Oga, this one, you need to see it. <laughs> I told you here. After seeing it, you can sack me, sir. But this one, you need to see it. That's how he rode out from his house. And he saw it, and he changed his mind. You see what gift does? Very powerful. That's why the Bible talks about a king, a man who's in authority, be weary the way you accept gift. When you collect, <laughs> you have a chain. You know, Judas is kind of collected 30 pieces of silver. He lost the fellowship of the brethren and lost his peace. But there are positive ones because it's the principle of the scripture. Ten changes of raiment. Three different things he was armed with. Silver and with gold and raiment. To go present before the king of Israel. But well, that's his land. That's his land. So that he can break the ground for him to receive his healing. Breaking your fallow ground. That's the principle of the scripture. That's what the word of God said. Unfortunately, it does not matter your conditions and your circumstances. It does not stop what is written. It's written. Bow down your heads with me. Quickly. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station. 
Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.